Hey there, and welcome to episode 31 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell, Luke the Truth, Jennings. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Spooky, spooky, hello. Do you know what 31 is backwards? Mate, you literally... I was stole your intro. Oh, yep. I stole your intro. Sorry. Well, right, you let's know. start again. Let's start again. Scrap that. Great minds, isn't it? Great minds. Yeah, it shows nah. why we're doing this together, you know? Yeah, it, well, exactly. Exactly. It's just that synergy going on again. Again. It's unstoppable at times. But you're right. 31 backwards is 13. Mm. And this episode is airing on the 13th. Friday the 13th Friday the as well. Friday Which, you know... Ooh. If you're superstitious, it's going to be a little bit freaky. Don't listen to it. Or you'll die in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> How are you anyway? You right? Starting the Ring podcast. It's not, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's as good a film, is it? Nah, nah. It's, it's yeah, not as um, not as visual. <laughs> what um, what you been up to, mate? You okay? Well, I've been kicking off spooky season. Uh, watched watched some spooky films. Nice. Go uh, on. Watched one called Unwelcome which came out last year. It's about a couple that live in London and right. uh, somebody breaks in and tries to kill them. Nice. And uh, so then well, they, nice. yeah, then they move away and they get left a house by one of them's auntie or something in Ireland. Uh, and they go right. to live in the countryside in Ireland and they move in and the woman next door is like, uh, by the way, the previous owner, your auntie, Made me promise to leave out a blood offering for the red caps every night. Um, so you have to do that every day. So that's the day they move in? Yeah, day one. Because well, she don't want to miss a day. You've got to leave the blood offering. I feel like th- she could have maybe given them a little bit of a heads up on that one. <laughs> rather than just be like, now you're here and you've unpacked. Uh, just one last little detail. Don't forget to leave a blood offering for the red caps. Yeah. What's to do with the red caps? Uh, they're goblins. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're forest goblins. Live in the forest. Are there actual goblins in? in oh the... yes. Right. Oh yes. Okay. And it is by far the best bit. So. <laughs> okay. They don't. I'm getting up... Troll Two vibes here, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, it was well Troll Two. It was like Troll Two with a budget. Wow. <laughs> I think that's kind of what makes Troll Two so. Good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no, budget. it's no Troll, it's no, no Troll Two. But <laughs> the goblins are great. They look fantastic. They run around in little red hoods and uh, like have these weird voices. Like they'll point at her and go, "Mama, baby," because she's pregnant. <laughs> and then they run around with little knives and stab people. Oh, lovely, yeah. lovely. Where's that an island? Yeah, probably don't move there then. Whereabouts an island? Is it say? No, should we have a look? Yeah, go on then. Unwelcome. Unwelcome. <laughs> the Unwelcome. <movie. laughs> Never heard of it. It just says Never the tranquility of, of rural Ireland. It doesn't, ah, okay. doesn't actually specifically say where Vague. in Ireland. Vague. Yeah, check well, it I'll out. Just, I'll just scratch the country off the list then. Yeah, just don't go because of, go. of the red caps. Because of the red caps will get you. Um, that was unwelcome. Was, <laughs> we've gone in full movie podcast now. Yeah. What else did you What else did you watch? <laughs> no, I watched a non-horror film. It was terrible. Um, but I've been playing Dredge. I finished it. Completed, oh, nice, nice. Completed. Uh, did both the endings. Oh, there's two endings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Go on, then. What's, what are your overall thoughts now you finish the game? Yeah, it's wicked. I'm thinking I'm going to get the platinum. I'm going to put the extra nice. shift in, and I basically just need to catch the rest of the fish 
types that I've not caught. Um, yeah, really, really good. Quite like morose and depressing slightly, <laughs> but <laughs> very, very good. Um, the story, the, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it because I think you should play it, but the story sort of takes on different twists. The tides turn, let's say, at a certain point in the, nice, in the story. Lovely, and yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's just becomes quite engrossing. You want to find out, like, I was really pushing to finish the story towards the end because I wanted to figure right. out what was going on because everything's not quite as it seems. Oh, I like that. I love, a, I love a good mystery in a video game, like an underlying story. And it's like Dark Souls-esque <laughs> in the way that you you can miss a lot of the information. Like you just have, to, if you don't go up and like talk to the people at the dock and stuff and. Right. And reading items and stuff yeah, like that. If you're just like plowing through the quests, you can, you can miss some little nuggets. Oh, nice. So how long, how long is it roughly? Do you think? How long? Have um, I, I reckon I did it in like 12, 15 hours. I wasn't like pushing to finish it. It was, I was taking my time with it and stuff. Oh, cool. So I was kind of, not worried, but a little bit like, because uh, there's so many, there's so many games coming out at the moment. But I was worried it was going to be like a 25, 30 hour game. Yeah, it's not that and long. If it's not that long, actually, I think I'll probably pick it up sooner than I was going to. Yeah, I re- if you really wanted to get through it, you could probably do it in like 10 hours, I reckon. Yeah. Hey, probably even less if you weren't going around getting all the fish. Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. And it's like a nice length as well, because... Like I said, I don't know why I had this preconception of it that it had this that it was going to be really long. I think it's yeah. like the nature of the gameplay. Maybe it, it feels like it's it's got that farming kind of, sim vibe. Yeah, and they tend to just be endless, just ruin your life because <laughs> you just end <laughs> up doing nothing except playing that. Anything else you've been playing, or is it just just finished Dredge? Yeah, I finished Dredge. That's been about it, really. I did um, for a little bit yesterday play some more Elden Ring. Um, nice. Really, still trying to finish that. Uh, went and did a load of bosses that I missed because basically I watched the RKG boys on uh, their journey through Elden Ring yeah, and they're still very early on and in one of the last episodes they released they just found this whole area that I just never found really and I was just like well, I definitely want to go and find that. And obviously, I'm like level 136 now, and this area is like at the start. So you're of the super game. OP, mate. I just was one shot in the bosses, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I want to go through and get everything that's here. But it's quite a nice feeling, though, isn't it, when you go back to an I area felt elite, and... yeah, unstoppable, nice. godlike, you could say. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe right. if you keep playing, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's weird you said that actually, because I did some uh, level grinding on Liza P yesterday. Because, you know, I was stuck on these, I was stuck on a boss and I sort of, uh, it was quite early on. I didn't know if I could be bothered to play it and I went back, did it. I was really happy I did. I'm really enjoying the game, nice. but I have just got to a boss and it's a, it's this swamp monster. It's called like the green monster of the swamp or something like that. <laughs> right, great. Two, two phases. First phase, absolute piece of piss. Yeah. Walked in there, smashed him up in about three minutes. I was like, he's going down quite easy. He's probably going to have a second phase. Second phase, absolutely fucking mental. Absolutely mental. The, the, the hit window that you have before he just starts absolutely flailing like a <laughs> maniac at you 
it's like one hit and you've got to back out every yeah. single time. I'm really, I'm really stuck on it. And I went back, I ground out, got some like extra Estus, <laughs> um, some like new abilities, I upgraded my weapon twice. Yeah. Obviously gained about seven, eight levels. Still can't do it. I'm still only getting down to about half. Mm. And I've done like quite a lot as well. It's not like I've sped through the game and just run to each boss. Mm. I've taken my time in each area. I've collected as much as I can find. I don't know, man. I'm struggling. I'm really struggling on this one. It's What's starting the to get... answer then? I don't know. I'm getting, I'm close. I'm going to give it a go, I think, later or tomorrow. Yeah. If I can't do it or, can't, or I don't see any progress, I'm going into like, I'm either going to have to cheese this guy or look at like a guide on how to beat him because yeah. or I've tried defeat. everything yeah or just or uninstall the game <laughs> but, but I don't want to do that because I'm I think I'm like three quarters of the way through it now I think I'm like 18 hours in I'm, I'm nearly there I think and uh apparently you get a really good weapon for being this boss as well someone said to me so nice I want to I want to beat this guy and then see and if it if it gets really hard again I, I don't know I don't know what I'll do with it I'm just struggling with, like, it's just still got that, um, I wouldn't say unpolished, but it's it's quite unfair. I mentioned it in the last episode, like, yeah, we said, like, Souls games, you get battered. Don't get me don't wrong, you do get unfairly killed sometimes, but most of the time it's because you've not done something right. Whereas this, it's like, there's some attacks that just are completely unavoidable. And it's and I'm like sprinting out the way. I'm dodging. I'm trying to parry. I'm trying to stagger. And it's like, nah, you just can't. Like, you can't do anything. They just close the distance on you, like fucking instantly, and you're yeah. just dead. I don't know. Maybe I need to just grind out like ten more health. The fact points. that you're saying that makes me not want to play it because I. You struggle. might find it really easy though, because that's those see. games. Those games are like no, but you might find that particular boss quite easy because there's bosses. Oh, that, right, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Depending on like the way you play, you might or what weapon you're using, you might be using a really good weapon. Like also, a weapon in general, it. and like Souls likes, I tend to find I'm better against like big giant enemies, like big monsters. I struggle on Souls games when it's like guy in a sword. I'm, I'm, that, com- I'm dead every time. I'm the complete opposite. That's why I found Sekiro impossible. Yeah, that's why I love Sekiro because <laughs> <laughs> it's like parrying quick like nimble dodges and big enemies that I just I just no, get I, AO, I just get fucking AoE'd like just get big AOE'd. enemies get inside them get up in their grill get in their ass smack them in the ass <laughs> yeah that's basically how to do it innit with the big enemies but yeah, yeah this guy's just wrecking me but I'll see I'll see how I'll get on I'll see how I'll get on I've also played a little bit more cyberpunk now as well Ooh, played yeah. about six hours enjoying it um yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Again, I've got nothing to compare it to from when it first came out, obviously, which I know it was obviously a bit of a disaster, but... What class did you choose? Because there's three classes, isn't there? There's there's like three background. Yeah, like, sorry, that's like what I per- meant. personality backgrounds. Yeah. I chose Street Kid, I think. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I would have gone for. Yeah. I street think Rat. I, yeah, yeah, Little Street Rat, yeah. Uh, which is actually coming handy quite a lot already because yeah, I think depending on which one you pick, you get different dialogue options. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. For certain conversations, and that can change how the story goes. But uh, 
yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It looks ridiculous. It it's so fun to play. The gameplay is amazing in it. I'd say like I'm doing a lot of running around, talking to NPCs at the moment to get missions rather than actually doing missions. Missions, yeah. But the story's just started to pick up now. I'm kind of like out of Act One, and it's it's starting to it's starting to branch out a bit now with different characters and stuff. Have you met Keanu um, Reeves? I have met Keanu Reeves now. Yes, nice. Johnny Silverhands. <laughs> um, John, yeah. Johnny Johnny Wick. Johnny Wicky hands. <laughs> just doesn't even make any sense. No, I'm enjoying it, but we'll uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more when I've played a bit more of it. I mean, yeah. it's been out for like two years, so yeah. two years, it yeah. Well, it's gone quick, hasn't it? It has gone quick. Yeah, it really has. Cheers, COVID. Well, um, as this episode is coming out on Friday the thirteenth, I thought. We just have to talk about horror games, mate. Yeah. I really, really want to talk about horror games because they're some of my favourite games, personally. And I thought, Friday the 13th, it's spooky season. I think we'll do something special for the Halloween episode, but for this one, we're going to do horror games, mate. Live sacrifice on the Halloween episode. (laughs) Yeah, live stream (laughs) for the Red Caps. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I just saw, like... Let's have a chat about them. Watch, mm. you know. So I want I want to hear some of your early horror game memories. Early horror game memories. Yeah, like your first exposure to horror games. Yeah, because you love them as well. Yeah, I do. And I, yeah, I don't know where to start. There's three that stand out for me. Okay. And the first one is, I'm going to go with is Dino Crisis. Excellent. Dino Crisis was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. I had it on PlayStation 1. I played it before I had ever played even like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. And it's basically Resident Evil with dinosaurs. As a yeah. kid, I loved dinosaurs. I was obsessed with dinosaurs. So I didn't really know that this was going to be a horror game when nah. I first got it. <laughs> I just knew it had dinosaurs in it. So I was like, sick, dinosaur game. Can't wait to play this. And <laughs> it was wait. fucking terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's basically Resi, but it with is, dinosaurs. Yeah. It's the same like view, same like uh, gameplay style. It's yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's exactly the same, mate. Yeah, absolutely yeah. terrifying. But I loved it, and that sticks in my memory so much. And it's that game that I always think, why has nobody remade that? Yeah, man. Yeah, don't make Resi Five. Remake Dino Crisis, mate. Yeah, Dino Crisis One and Two. Get them. Um... Get them remade. Yeah. Like how they did Resi 2. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. That, <laughs> that would be, would be amazing. Good. That would be really good. Yeah, Is 1999 it... that came out. Dino so Crisis. Dino Crisis, weird that you, that you, it's weird that you say that, sorry. Um, I, re- I really remember the, the T-Rex at the end when you're mm. on the, when you're on the uh, like elevator thing, the lift that's just going across and you just yeah. got to shoot the shit out of which is a very like Resident Evil Capcom yeah. end boss, you know, where you're on a moving platform or you're on a train or whatever and and this boss is chasing you and you, yeah, it's really good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, because the T-Rex ate, ate one of your buddies. Yeah. It's like you're hunting the T-Rex down. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking sick. It's oh, really just good. Remake that. Capcom, get on the bell. <laughs> just remake it. Get on the just bell. get it on. Get it on there. Because they'll are nearly done Resi now. They just need to remake Resi 1. Don't worry about a 5 or 6. Just 5's alright, but 
do Dino Crisis just, 1 and 2 instead. Just do Dino Crisis, yeah. Yeah, awesome game. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, um, the earliest one, which I don't even know if it is a horror game, but when I played it, it used to scare the living shit out of me, was the original Doom. Fair. I used to find that terrifying as a child. But it's pretty scary. Like, to, if, if you're playing it as a child, like that is going to be pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just I'm like the noises and... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's first just, person as well. Like I, I was going to say that the, you mentioned it in in the when we last talked about Resi and how moving to first person really like pulled them from obscurity sort of thing. Yeah, um, and it is first person creates such a more horrifying experience. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. Like I love the old Resis, and you know, obviously they are in places scary, but not like scary like. You're so absorbed in a first-person game. You're like you're literally playing it from their perspective. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like that, definitely for Resi, that was such a game changer, wasn't it? Mm. But you're right. Even Doom and like Wolfenstein. So Return to Castle Wolfenstein is one of mine. Mm. When you start in like the village, and you're like, oh, this is just like a little, you know, World War Two shooter, and then you go into the catacombs, and then like all the zombies start coming out. Yeah. And then there's like German science experiments, like the super soldiers who were like zombies. Uh, That's still like, that still sticks with me now. Yeah. Going through these catacombs and then finding these fucking mutated Nazi soldiers effectively. Like that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And first person is like, is that, yeah, absolutely the one, absolutely the one for that. Uh, the only other older one that I've got, um, well, to be honest, most of them are older, but like actual like childhood one, is Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Uh, and I bought this for two English pounds at the car boot, car boot sale in Newport. Right. On fair. PlayStation 2. Fucking two quid. Yeah. I'd buy that now for two Snapped quid. Snapped it up, mate. Snapped it that up. That is an absolute deal, isn't it, on there? And uh, yeah, went back and played that. I think it was the first Resi game I ever played. It's good, Code Veronica. It's good. Yeah. I think it's overlooked a little bit. Well, it was the first Resi game that I ever owned, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably not played. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good game. Follows Claire and Chris, you know, mainline characters that people actually care about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Code Veronica's it's, decent, man. It's like the um, the the follow up to Resi Two. Yeah, yeah, it's like what she goes and does, isn't it, after that? Mm. Yeah, because two and three are happening at the same time, basically, aren't they? And I think, yeah, Code Veronica's like after they, after Raccoon City. Mm. Yeah. There's another one that they can remake. Yeah, Code Veronica would be, yeah, well worth doing, I think. It's weird you said that, because, like, my earliest memories of horror games uh, were, like, so growing up with older siblings... Like I was always really envious of, you know, like they could play the cool adult games mm. <laughs> like that I couldn't. Lemmings and... <laughs> yeah, Lemmings and uh, Tetris and all that. <laughs> but some of my earliest memories, really, of like... So I used to sneak into the lounge, like through the door and like like look over the sofa, sofa and Ross or Kate or Bex or someone playing Resident Evil. And it was like, I knew I wasn't allowed to watch it or play it. So I was like, I'm absolutely going to go in and watch that because what are they hiding? Yeah, yeah. 
And I, I, weird, I had this weird memory of Bex playing the end of Resident Evil 2, like in the in the lab at the end. I don't know why. And uh, Mr. X is like chasing him relentlessly. Yeah. And then just literally running out of the room. Like, why Terrified. Why? Why would anyone play that? <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> why would anyone, nightmares. Yeah, why would anyone put themselves through that? And now look at me. Like, can't, can't get enough of them. Yeah, well, that's why. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. That's, that was the moment. That was your moment that, made you fall in love with horror games <laughs> yeah, little did you know shitting myself running away <laughs> from resident evil 2 um i think actually playing wise weirdly it it wasn't a horror game as such but so ocarina of time when you i know you're looking okay. at me funny but <laughs> so i was probably like seven or eight when this came out seven eight nine at the at the, at the very oldest when you first get the master sword you travel forward in time seven years and then you come out of the temple of time and you go back through like Hyrule market. So when you're a kid, obviously in the game, seven years prior, like the market's like really nice and vibrant and happy. And there's the little music, the ding, ding, diddly ding. And everything's like, yeah, it's all jolly here. isn't it come out seven years later, fucking shithole. Yeah. Been absolutely wrecked. Ganondorf's run amok. Yeah. Like there's no music anymore. There's just this, sort of wind ambience like this and then you go out into the square and there's just loads of zombies and it's like all right so all the people here that were just chilling are just they're re- zombies they're just zombies now um and that was proper freaky because they like freeze you when you look at them as well and then they walk towards you and then they jump on your back and just eat you basically yeah so that well, actually as a kid was pretty pretty fucking scary I wasn't expecting you to shoehorn in Zelda into the horror episode, but fair play, you've, mean... fair play, you've done it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Actually, yeah. I was one I'm missing on my list. Uh, there's an XCOM mod where you can make it really uh, scary. <laughs> yeah, it's just jump scares all the time. No, I genuinely... I was genuinely. Talking, talking, talking of jump scares, me, and, me Jack and Kels, were, uh, we had dinner last Friday, Chippy Tea. And right. um, that we were talking about, do you remember that old video, like the first viral video? Or it's definitely the first video that I remember of the car that of was the driving road, through, yeah. the, through yeah. like the car. It looked like a car advert. And then that like zombie lady had jumped up and was like, ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Have you seen the one where they like show it to like, but people show it to their kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> and they're like right up at the TV and it's like they're watching <laughs> it. And then so it's like, mean. And they like absolutely That's shit so it. so mean. Up. I know it's hard. Yeah. It's was that the first though. ever viral video? The first? Well, I don't know. That's that a big was question. Early on in the internet, wasn't it? That was. That was like one that before you had YouTube, you just get uh, like hey, well. blue, Bluetooth to your phone. Yeah. Like on your Sony Ericsson or something in high school, like early noughties, you you just get a little message and it'd be like, oh, Samsung C30 has sent you a video, and you're like, fuck me, what's this going to be? And yeah. then you, what, you know, I mean, that's probably this? not the worst thing it could have been back then. No, least. oh my God, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> back Moving in, on. <laughs> back in those days. So um, with that in mind, what what compels you to play a horror game? Like, what like what is it do you think people... Well, you know, I think nowadays... Why do like playing horror games? Because in theory, they should be yeah. pretty well, nasty. I suppose the same as horror films. It's like one in the uncomfortability of feeling unsafe or fearful but knowing that actually nothing really can yeah go, go wrong at that point 
Um, I don't know. And I think more recently, like, it's so probably a good way, after saying that first person is, is better for horror, I'm going to absolutely contradict myself now and say that I think, for me, the two greatest horror games uh, of all time are the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. And Dead Space. Right, okay, okay. Which are both third person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, I know, like, I, I don't think you said that it, it it's the best way to play a horror game. I think it, no, I think it you... definitely enhances the, the, the sensory, you know, the feeling of, fuck, if I turn around, I don't know what I'm going to see. Yeah. Whereas third person, obviously, you can just like, you can sort of move forward and rotate the camera around. Yeah. And you've got way more, you're way more aware of what your immediate threat is. Whereas first person is so much more claustrophobic. and Yeah. And I, I think really, I suppose that's... But I agree, like those two games, sorry. They're just, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And they speak to, I think, what I probably find attractive about horror games now, or what I find attractive in horror games is maybe not so much the horror aspects of it, but it's being able to put genuine horror and like good quality horror influence into a game like like an RPG or like a you know like a, a narrative driven action adventure game or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. where i suppose like the gameplay isn't so much around you being scared or like things being scary but it's like another game that you're playing and invested in, but also it's shit scary at times. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, you're bang on the nail, like Resident Evil and Dead Space. I think obviously Resident Evil, you know, pioneered the survival horror genre, Mm. but, and Resident Evil 4, I wouldn't say perfected it, but it did as close as a job you can do. But yeah, Dead Space then took cues from that and, you know, the cycle yeah. continues. But I think they're so, like, a, it sounds it sounds so silly to say, but survival horror games must take so much, they must do so much balancing and QC to make sure that each area, you don't have too much ammo. Yeah. You've just got enough to see you through. Well, I always think that with Resident because yeah, it's, it's there's so, so much good. of it that you're like really, really scraping together bullets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're really pressed to try and save ammunition. Like how do they manage that? It, like you could, what happens if you just run out of ammo? Because as well, like I, th- I think I'm right in saying as well, Resident Evil games are definitely the old ones. They had set amount of ammo that was distributed over the yeah. entire game. And it's up to you, basically, to, to, manage to, to manage that ammo. And that's what makes it fucking scary as well, is that you are you put your stuff in the box and you're like, right, I know where I need to go. I need to go and get this key, go through this door. But you don't know what's beyond that point. Like, mm. there might be a boss. There might be another, there might be another typewriter. But you're like, right, uh, should I leave one slot free or two slots free? Because it's I might have to pick another key making. up. And it's this shuffling around of your inventory and running back to the safe room to pick up the ammo that you should have fucking took with you because there's a liquor in the hallway or whatever. Yeah. It just makes or it so... Or shouldn't it makes... have wasted that last shotgun shell on one of those shit munchers. Yeah, on one of those zombies that I should have just... It, do you know, it was the first game I played that made me go, I 
don't need to fight the enemies. Yeah. Like the enemies aren't there to kill, if you know what I mean, in Resident Evil. They're just there to be a problem. Obstacles. To make it scary. Yeah, they're there to be an obstacle. And you can deal with them by either running past them or killing them. And if mm. you kill them, you don't have to worry about that later on. But, but you've used that ammo. You might yeah, use that, that ammo. That ain't coming back, baby. Exactly. And it's that constant balance of, fucking hell, I need to make... It's just constant decision-making, isn't it? Yeah. That make those games so special. And it's still such a good formula now. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the remakes, like... Yeah, they've modernised it visually and they've changed the camera, you know, and they've and the aiming, they've made it like how Resi 4 did. But the core mechanics of the game are still the same and it still feels excellent to this day. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like managing your inventory and like fucking about with the weird puzzles and stuff. I have to say like Resident Evil is, I think it is my all-time favourite horror game like as a series. Yeah. I would agree. Um, Dead Space, you know, I've got a few on, on a list here that I, I, I'll go through, but yeah, Re- Resi's just it's so simple as well. You know, it's just a zombie game. Well, it is and it isn't. Like you said earlier, the, it does get pretty outlandish towards the end in Resi games. It, it does, it does. But the core gameplay, I suppose, is like you're going through yeah. avoiding zombies. They, they're your bread and butter enemies, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. then you have these weird bosses that are like mental experiments of, of like different viruses. But I mean, to be honest, I could do a whole episode on, on Resident Evil as a I'm series. I'm sure we will but, at some point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just do it. Let's do it tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Dead Space as well, obviously. I think that came in as Resi started to sort of drop the ball a little bit. You know, it took yeah. that inspiration from, from Resi 4 and then And I made love the... The sci-fi horror game. That yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. 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 The isolation on the spaceship. It, yeah. I don't know. I loved everything about that game, man. Like, the first time I played that, I was, like, so enthralled by it and so wanted to keep playing and find out more about what was going on, but at the same time wanted to put it down every time I walked into a new room. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It took me so long to play Dead Space because I found, like, when it first came out, because I genuinely found it just really fucking scary. Mm. I'm a lot obviously better now, but at the time, yeah, it was so fucking scary. It was. It was terrifying. The the, um, other thing that I've wanted to give a shout out for is the the last one that I'll do, but it um, it was the first time I played a VR game horror yeah and that stepped up a level for me because i was like oh this is like this is mad this is absolutely terrifying in so many ways because it's just the the immersion of feeling like you're actually in a room with something that is trying to get you or trying and, and the one that i played that i loved was um until dawn rush of blood yeah, the, the VR, the on the rails one. roller coaster horror game. And you're yeah, essentially absolutely. going, you're in a haunted roller coaster, like going through, and there's like different fiend levels, some of witches, some are like, you know, grotesque body horror stuff. And it's like all like clowns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, clowns like that, and yeah. stuff. And it's all like you've been injected by this doctor. And like, I don't know, I can't even remember what's real and what's not. But there's just these bits where it will like 
sit you in a room and then the roller coaster stops and you're just in the center of this room and you just hear like footsteps all around you and you're looking around like oh my god what's going on and then someone will like start <laughs> yeah. whispering in your ear and they'll be like uh like like these horrible fingers you start to see them like appear over just out of like your peripheral vision and you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah so that's like the next level isn't it from first person yeah like that that's the next step vr but, horror has got so much potential i think i, I think it's it's a shame because it's it's it is genuinely too much for for a lot of people, mm. which I can totally understand. Like Bex wouldn't play like my sister; she wouldn't she wouldn't go fucking near a horror game. Like now, no way. Like the the most she'll play is probably The Last of Us too, which you know is is scary at times. But yeah, she's not going to go and play Resident Evil or Dead Space. No fucking way. And, I would like uh, to make your sister play. Until Dawn, Rush of Blood on VR. Oh, mate, yeah, that would. Be, I'd like anyone to play that because that'd be right, the best video on my channel. Fantastic, <laughs> yeah. Just Cam, just Cam <laughs> on Bex, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 just, what I was saying is a shame that it's almost like there's too small a market for it. Like the VR market's small enough anyway. I don't think it's needs restriction. I don't think it's affordable enough to get into people's houses yet to get the install base there to actually develop triple a titles for for a big first party studio to go right now we're doing a vr game because they're yeah. not going to make enough money on it yet which is fine in a business sense there's other things as well though because like i am the target market for a vr headset basically and yeah. well i own one and i you haven't got played the old it one, you? yeah i haven't i haven't plugged it in since i lived in this flat yeah because it's a flat like i don't have the space to exactly. set up a VR, so the, yeah. I mean, there's other things that like hinder it as well, you know. No, no, yeah, absolutely. It's a shame. It's a shame because I totally agree. I think if if we, so I'd love to play Resi Seven and Resi Eight in in VR, mm. but it's like I'm not gonna p- spend four hundred quid on a VR headset just to do that. If you know what I mean. But yeah, I mean that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, it's another episode. I, right now. <laughs> But yeah, I think that that is definitely if 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 VR becomes a thing that's more available at a better price and it's easy to set up, I think that is a is a big market they can go down. It's the natural, you know, outside of like experiences, full games in VR. I think horror would, is is just you know lends itself perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I wanted to give Bioshock a shout out because even though it's a shooter. Get, it's, just it's, chew on in that one in again. It's <laughs> it's fucking scary at times. It is at times. It is, yeah, you're right. The, the intro when you first come down in the bathosphere, and you know the splices are like literally wrecking everything, and you see yeah. the silhouette of them. Like that sets it up, you know, pretty yeah. pretty fucking scary. Um, the other one, which I guess is a horror game, but it's almost like because it's in its own category, you don't sort of count it as a horror game weirdly okay. like in in label label wise but it's bloodborne yeah yeah and well, I actually that's think... sort of how i felt about doom as well yeah because it's like not it's probably like an fps action fps but bloodborne i think bloodborne definitely is a horror game definitely more of a horror game than zelda <laughs> yeah yeah no that's why i'll give and you you didn't one. bat an eyelid at that so <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you that one i'll give you that one but I actually think it, it's it 
even the essence of Souls games is scary because of what's at stake all the time or, yeah. or most of the time. Like you die and if you've got a bunch of fucking souls on you and you're like, oh my God, I've well, it, got one Estus and there's this big fucker here. They naturally deal with a lot of like quite deep and harrowing concepts as well. Yeah. So, like, so they're naturally going to be at the very least uncomfortable and then Bloodborne because of its setting as well. It's, oh yeah. It's, you know, it's just horror all over. There's so many, there's so many, like obviously from Software's Monster and Enemy Design is amazing anyway, but you know, Bloodborne really yeah, but nails almost the horror aspect, doesn't it? A bit like Resi 8, they, they like theme sections of it to, from different parts of horror. You've got like the, the um, like werewolves and stuff is sort of like the start in town. Then yeah. you go out into like the more body horror stuff in the forest and the university. And then you've got the vampires with Castle Canehurst and shit. Yeah. And there's like Lovecraftian stuff in there as well. as like yeah, loads yeah. of Lovecraft. But yeah, you're, you're, you're right, man. It's, there's such a diverse repertoire in there of, of enemies and elements of horror throughout that game. I just, I mean, it's a, a ridiculous, a ridiculously good video game anyway. So yeah, it's, it's always worth a shout out, but yeah, that's definitely one. The other three I've got... Or other three that you've got, are they all actually horror games? Yes. I reckon I can get... I reckon I can get two of them. Go on then. Alien Isolation. Yeah. Outlast. Yeah. All right, here we go. For the full house, what's your third one going to be? <laughs> oh, what's your third one going to be? I mean, you've done well. You got House you've of got... the Dead? Nah. Uh, no. Okay, I went for it. Sorry. The other one I've got is Amnesia. Oh, I could have got that. I could have got <laughs> you that. Easy. Got that. You could have got that. Oh, thrown it away. Thrown away the big money there. <laughs> you should have. You should have kept it, mate. Should have. You should have taken the money at two. But yeah, these three, uh, in particular, are absolutely phenomenal horror games. Um, I could do an episode on all three of these as well, but I won't. <laughs> I think I have to give Outlast the biggest shout for this though, because. It came out just at the start of, I think it was the PS4 launch. Yeah. And there was this glut of, you know, third-person horror games. And no, there were some first-person horror games, but Outlast was the first horror game I played where they just go, you can't fight him, fucking go and run or go and hide. You have no choice. And it was like, what do you mean go and run, go and hide? And it was like, you can't, you've got nothing to fight him with. You, you never got, will have. You've just got to run away. All you've got is your video camera, and you've got to scrabble around for batteries to keep the to keep the lights on. When Good it's luck dark. shooting him with that. Wrong type <laughs> yeah, of shooting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was the first game I played, and it was like this. This is gen. This is genuinely one of the scariest games I have played. And Outlast Two's like I'd say it's even scarier. It's more. I think I prefer the first one, but it's still really, really scary. I remember the first time I played the first one. It was at yeah. your house when you were living in, what was it? Newport up towards Carisbrook that way. Uh, was it yeah. your sister's house? Or yeah, something? yeah, my sister's, yeah. 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 Um, and I came round your house and you sat me down in your bedroom and you turned the lights off and you put headphones on me and went, play this fucking game. It's mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because no, yeah, I just was sat in your room with you watching me getting shit scared playing the start <laughs> of the first Outlast game. Yeah, it's so good though. It's so good, 
and uh, I actually think that just that game's had a massive impact as well on other like, games of that ilk now. Yeah, well, lack of sleep. Um, no, that's insomnia, not amnesia. But yeah, amnesia <laughs> was like another one. Almost where, a segue. Almost segued. We'll, we'll force it through. We'll square peg in a round hole it. But yeah, amnesia did the same thing. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't fight. But then it introduces like this new mechanic where you've got to manage your sanity. And if you're not in, if you're in the dark for too long, you start losing your sanity. Mm. And then you start seeing stuff, and it oh. makes it harder to to move around and things like that. Yeah. Plus the monsters in that are fucking terrifying. I'll never forget the one where you go into the like basement and it's all flooded and there's like little crates like dotted around the room and you basically have to jump onto each crate and, and wade through the water and get onto the next one. But as soon as you go in the water, like an invisible an invisible monster basically starts like sloshing through really quickly, like after you, and you're just like trying to wade <laughs> through to climb up onto this next suitcase that's floating in there um and then obviously alien isolation as well which is yeah absolutely one of my favorite games yeah which is a nice mix of there's a little bit of combat in it but it's more you're fighting the androids and the androids are terrifying in it anyway because they're really hard to kill nails aren't they but you get you know you're using tools rather than actual guns you know like proper traditional guns but yeah, those those games, absolutely amazing, amazing. So I'd say Resi, Dead Space, Bloodborne, Alien Isolation, probably in like my top twenty Outlast games of as all well. time. Oh, it's just all of them; <laughs> they're all brilliant. It's a good. I mean, we have definitely cherry picked, you know, the greatest horror games of all time, but they good are taste, incredible. I'd say, I'd say they that's good are taste. Incredible. Yeah. Um, when you said about staying in the darkness, it, it reminded me of uh, an old game I used to play on Xbox 360 called The Darkness. And you oh, were like, that was that where you're like a monster, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And you could like morph into a monster in the darkness. Yeah, yeah. And you just like stealth killing people. Yeah. But you can, you can really like fuck them up, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to love that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that game. That was cool. Well, there you go. You've got. A lovely little Friday the 13th horror special episode to get your ears stuck into. Let's move on to Reflect Selects this week. Going the complete opposite of horror. Tell them what we got. (laughs) And we're going Super Mario Wonder out on Friday the 20th. Very nice. Um, Again, another little indie by (laughs) Nintendo. Um, Nah, yeah, I've got to give this this game the Reflect Selects this week because it's going to be a banger. I've got no doubts it's going to be a banger. It looks phenomenal. I'm really excited to play another 2D Mario game. Um, and it's co-op, isn't it? I think up to four people. I don't know how they just keep doing it every time. Like I just, Nintendo, I don't, baby. I just don't know how they're like... I know it's still a Mario game, but it's like they've just changed it up again. They've added more new mechanics. It's like They must have a guy that just comes up with mechanics and he's just like, I've got like 20 years worth. I've got like the next five Mario games already planned out. Michael Canick. That's <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. But yeah, not too much to go into on that. Obviously, most people are going to know that's coming out. But, you know, Super Mario Wonder, Friday, 20th October. Yeah, I'm excited to see more of that. It's going to be a banger. 
Well, uh, it's funny you should say that because we're going to EGX, aren't we, this are weekend? We? we are, yeah. VIP, um, Cast Reflect got invited there. No, we didn't really. We just got going. invited via the uh, ticket email receipt. Got invited via ticket through to our email after the purchase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But uh, they have got a hands-on there, for, uh, the first UK hands-on of Super Mario Wonder, so we'll be able to actually tell you about it. Get you some live exclusive footage. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, which is really cool. Um, but we're going to nip that in the bud because our next episode is going to be about our little EGX experience anyway. Mm. Right, what you got out this week? It's episode three of A Way Out. Oh, yeah. Here it oh, comes, mate. Yeah. Here it comes. This one's cool. It's just a... It's just a little breakout. <laughs> okay, okay, nice, nice. Uh, I know what you're going to ask. No, it's not that episode yet. No, okay. That's the next episode. That's the next one, isn't it? All and right. we need to uh, play some more <laughs> because I can't finish editing that episode until I've got the next time on A Way Out in it. So Shit. I need the footage for the next one before I can finish that Right, episode. okay, get you, get you. So oh, if yeah. you want that one come out, we need to play it again. All right, okay, all right, okay. We'll do it, we'll do it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is our breakout episode, so we're busting out of the joint. We're busting um, out of the prison. Yeah, using the little zip line with the coat hangers. Oh yeah, the yeah. old um, titanium fucking adamantium coat hangers that yeah. they left lying around and just knocking guards out left, right, and centre. Oh mate, it's funny, isn't it? That Def- was uh, definitely those... not forgetting the buttons. <laughs> that episode, so this episode and the next episode are definitely highlights yeah um for yeah, me good. personally they're really really good so if you've not checked any of that out go and have a look it's on loot the truth it's our way out uh co-op series it's fucking hilarious if you like this you'll, you'll you'll like that nice well that'll do us this week thanks ever so much for uh, listening everyone and thanks as always con for joining my pleasure and we'll see you all in episode 32 <laughs> goodbye my lover can't do it no no i just shouldn't have said something stupid i just can't help myself i can't do it hey there (laughs) (laughs) it was never gonna happen was it? right this take's gone